somehow Palpatine returned. <laughs> I am the Senate. Yes. Do it. You have done well. Excellent. Everything is going as planned. Hello, fellow people, and welcome to the Exegol podcast. Because there, there, there's Exegol. something besides people. Uh, Do we have some Trandoshans here? Uh, maybe some Ithors, uh, Rodians. Oh. Rodians. Uh, Rodians. McClunky. Have you you've watched part of Resistance, right? Yes. Okay, so you know who Niku is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really love Niku. Yeah. The real what? He's <laughs> annoying. Yeah, I love Niku. What species is is he? Because he's like he's not Rodian, but like. It's been a while since I've seen it, but it looks Rodian. He is he he looks Rodian. What are you doing? I have some fuzz on my microphone. It keeps tickling me, and so I'm trying to get it. <laughs> hey, stop that! It's this a- is an audio medium. Please stop that. No, seriously. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> for you folks at home. So, um, uh, the as you folks know, we like starting off by doing a cards against Star Wars little icebreaker. She has the black card. I have the white cards. That's just how it works. And then we're going to answer some questions that we got for the podcast. Because we're big time now. We're totally not. not like, but like... Not even close. It's cool. You know... I thought you were going into thought there and you kind of just wandered off. Well, because I'm looking at something over there and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so the, I have no idea. The black card. Ah, the It's black not card. a visual medium podcast, so they don't, they don't. Oh, they can't see this? No, they can't see you. I'm glad because I just took a shower and I'm rough. It looked like you just Florida, you went into a freaking pod race on Tatooine. That's why my hair's wet on no, Tatooine. No, I just meant you know how like you're driving a convertible top down and I have never driven a convertible. Somebody throws a I pile of blind. shit at you and why would anyone like throw <laughs> a pile of shit at me? <laughs> McClunky. I don't know. Okay, okay, black card. Black card. Vader uses his mask to block out blank. So Vader uses his mask to block out blank. What do you got for me? Is it rough or do they suck? All right, read it one more time. <laughs> For the people in the back, um, <laughs> Vader uses his mask to block out. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is relevant since Kenobi dropped. Oh my god! Okay, well, don't uh, look. No, I, I can't. No, 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 no. That's not like the views or opinions of like that person specifically. I'm just saying it's relevant. He didn't even kill her. I know. I'm just saying that it. Those aren't my views on the card. So she's not a bitch? N- no, I wouldn't say that. Okay. Okay. Anyway, the cards, the black card says Vader uses his mask to block out. And the white card says that stupid bitch, Aunt Baru. <laughs> <laughs> Get well, the like, guns, Owen. She's cool, though. She's if, the, if you think about. No, she wears strap-ons. She like pegs. <laughs> she pegs Owen. That's why he's so grumpy all the time because he can't can't escape the dominatrix life. But like, what if he likes that? Well, I don't think he likes the sand. I in think his he's crevices. yeah. I think he's grumpy because he lives in the middle of nowhere, Tatooine, and he's a moisture farmer. Could you imagine? Like what? Like a Tuscan raider over there in the corner? No. Freaking filming. I hate you. Filming base their whole culture off this dominatrix shit and that's why boba <laughs> fett was over there as a prisoner that's they were really creepy. gonna peg him anyway <laughs> all righty then uh the new black card says the trade federation made their money from selling blank so the trade federation made their money from sale selling blank i almost said sailing come sail away come sail away come all right sail one more away with the Trade Federation made their money from selling 
a drug-fueled orgy with every Star Wars princess <laughs> in their prime. Oh, my God. I mean, there's really hasn't been a whole lot of Star Wars print. Well, I guess there has. Oh, no. Now there's 300 of them. Oh, God. That's terrifying. Okay. Let's that was my new Gun Ray impression. Oh, that that's what that was? <laughs> might as well be your Morgan Freeman one. <laughs> <laughs> Do something. Kill them or something. Anyway, continue. The next card. Okay. What the? <laughs> Chewie secretly wanted to sniff blank. Ooh. I'm scared. Just a little bit. So Chewie. I have shit sec- cards. Chewie secretly wanted to sniff Luke getting teabagged by the other rebel <laughs> pilots. How would you sniff that? Well, I was going to go to the Tossy station to get my asshole filled. So, so I saw, gay. I Let's saw, I saw like a meme or a joke. I don't know which one it was. Uh, probably on Facebook. Cause you know, Luke Skywalker more like, yeah, Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. They're saying the Tossy station was like code for like the gay bar or something. Totally. You know, like don't, don't. It would make sense. Don't crush the uh, people's dreams here. How would that crush their dreams? Let's do one more. <sighs> By denying it. Okay, one more. Um, no, I don't like that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, you don't frighten us with blank, Lord Vader. You don't frighten us. Frighten us, brighten. You don't frighten us with. Watching two princesses, one cup, Lord Vader. Welcome to the princess episode. Oh, my. <laughs> that's that's creepy because his daughter was a princess. True, true. That's all true. No. God. God. Okay. Yeah. Um, so today we're looking Daddy's at girl. Uh, Darth Maul, book one, part but, three. Hey, before we do that. Oh, yeah, we have questions. We have questions. I don't know oh what I want to call this segment. Um, it's question time. It's like, you know, Blue's Clues mail time. Wow, this is a Star Wars podcast. Um, maybe, you know, it's Blue Balls time. Um, that guy Garrick, the OG, the one and only, the Garrick cult leader, the Twitter leader. What's his name on there right now? It is Slippery Winfet. Yes, that's my favorite one, Garrick. By the, by the time this one comes out, it'll it'll be something different. It'll be something different, but I told him uh, like a couple weeks ago that that was my favorite one. Like his next one will be Boba for Cox or something oh like God, that. Oh my God, that'd be funny. Um, he says, which Star Wars character would you cosplay as? I will answer this first because I touched on this briefly the other week. I was like, you know what? I should dress up as Dad Bod Boba Fett because... I want to go to Tatooine to you get my armor bod? back from the convent. Hey, hey. I'm not judging hey. it. Hey. Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah, I do. I am married to like you. Like a banta. It's okay. And I was going to get like a voice, like microphone. Oh my Lord. Actually, I already have a microphone. I'm speaking into a microphone. And I was just going to be, <laughs> I'm just going to be like, uh, go out to the neighborhoods and just be like, he's no good to me, dead. Yeah, but we live in such a small town, like. I bet you... My name is Barely anybody knows it. Be like, look at this fucking nerd. You know, they, they'll probably have a flashback to early 2000s and bully the fuck out of me. Because it wasn't cool to be a Star Wars fan then. Kids suck. Despite revisionist history suggesting otherwise. Revisionist. Um, wh- oh, yeah. What do you... What would, what, what would I... Yeah. Well, you know, if we think back to, like, my prime body. <laughs> okay, so obviously not now post-child. But, um, post <laughs> sounds like an after post birth. <laughs> um, I would say, well, actually, before I had a kid, I wasn't really like a huge Star Wars fan. Um, but if I could go back, probably either Ray or like, um, Return of the Jedi, Leia, you'd make a sexy, uh, oh, yeah, there's so much controversy around that right now. I don't know if that's the route you want to go. Why is there controversy? Because she was a slave. Okay. And it objectified her. Okay. But she killed the number one gangster in the galaxy wearing a sexy little Yeah, but she, Carrie Fisher, wanted to wear it. She wanted something that was more scandalous. Is that what she said? I'm pretty sure. Not in those. Not don't like, quote gonna be, me. There's going to be somebody's like actually. <laughs> 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 I 
Well, McClunky. maybe they should come out of their basement every now and then. Uh, touch some grass. Um, I think you'd make a sexy Jen Urso. Ooh, that's a good one. But I, I don't have the, I don't have the the the, the gap. The I, what? No, I have a, I have a gap. What are you talking about? I don't have her teeth. That like makes her. <laughs> Not in like a rude way, but like, like for some people, merely window shopping. <laughs> Her teeth. I have li- okay. I have little <laughs> teeth, so like people who have bigger teeth that like look nice, I'm like, I hate you. Rebellions are built on hope. Yeah. So, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Her booty. That's, um, that was not a part of the question. <laughs> Next question: Which Star Wars film is your middle favorite? Is this from Garrick? No. Oh, sorry. This is from Baradur at Joms Bren. <laughs> <laughs> What's my middle favorite? What does that mean? It means what is the Star Wars film that's in your middle if you had a ranking? Right in the taint area. <laughs> not the asshole. Well, let me go through what my top ones are. Not in my the head. dick. Um, You go first because I'm thinking. Um, Probably the Phantom Menace. I want to say. Either, either that or Return of the Jedi. A New Hope. You <laughs> son of a bitch. No, you, probably not. Probably um, You penis. That one's towards more the top. I don't know. You don't um, you don't have to lie to me. I already know you you find it boring. I do. Even though you're crazy. Okay, but like my top is like Rise of Skywalker and then Force Awakens and then Last Jedi. But then, you know, I You said I that also, out loud. How dare you? I don't give a shit. And then I like really like Rogue One. So like is Rogue One like up there with the Rise of Skywalker? Or are we talking like just the Skywalker saga? Well, like, there's also Solo. I really like Solo. That one's like underneath the sequel ones to me. And Jesus. then we go down to A New Hope. And then from there. <sighs> I think from... I can tell you what my least favorite is 100%. I mean, we have the same least favorite. I'm well aware. Really, a fan of Menace? That's like my second least favorite. You son of a bitch. What? After reading all these books and everything, you, you're still like, it's my least favorite. If you we, know what? If we'll we, reevaluate. If we are talking about it strictly as the movie, second least favorite. But if you're adding in, you know, I haven't I haven't finished reading Queen's Peril yet, but if you add in, should I be saying, wait. What, what are you doing here? I don't know oh, what I'm doing. Anyway... That didn't answer the question. A New Hope. A New Hope is your middle favorite. Yeah. It's still <sighs> up there, but it's not my top five. That's like one of my favorite, considering that was the first Star Wars movie I ever watched. Well, that's cool. The first Star Wars movie I ever watched was Rogue One. I thought it was... What? No, we watched Rogue One at my sister's apartment. Oh, yeah. Because we, we had... Wait, we, let's save we that. We hadn't even... Let's save that. Okay. I'll actually ask you a question after these questions. Uh, okay. For me, it's probably the Phantom Menace or Return of the Jedi, because Return of the Jedi, I know green lightsabers and the second Death Star battle and Luke, Vader, and Palpatine, but sometimes that movie just chaps my puss in, the, in such a wrong that way. That is my saying. That I just, like, when I was a kid, it was my number one favorite original trilogy film. And now it's like that. It's like the bastard of the family. Like he's Jon Snow. Um, he's he's Jon Snow. Season seven. We need something to do with this guy. And like it has great moments, but like I I I don't even think it's better than the Phantom Menace. If I'm being honest, like Phantom Menace has Duel of the Fates. You know, Return yeah. of the Jedi has Luke versus Vader, which is f- phenomenal. But it- See, and then that goes back to, like, which one is, like, un- so obviously the sequels and then Solo and Rogue One are, like, my favorites. But, like, right underneath that, is it A New Hope or, well, and see, I used to hate Revenge of the Sith, but now I like it because of the Clone Wars adaptation going into it. I think you're crazy for just hating it standing alone. I think it's... Standalone, it was... Brutal. I think it's still great. But it has some of the best, like, Star Wars quotes. Like, but you haven't read the Revenge of the Sith novel? No, because it's not canon. It's not canon, but it's probably the best written Star Wars book. Will you stop messing with the fuzz and take me seriously? I don't. 
It's like tickling my lips. My lips are chapped. I'm going to tickle your lips in a minute if you don't stop. The fuck you try? No, don't get your beard away from me. <laughs> um, uh, Jesus. Because um, the Revenge of the Sith novel, even though it isn't canon, it's written by Matthew Stover. And it's probably the best written Star Wars story ever. I thought you said that about the Rise of Skywalker book. I think it's in the same vein for what it does to the movie because the Rise of the Skywalker book is actually canon. But the Revenge of the Sith book, the writing in it is so phenomenal. Like, I like I need to buy it. Like, Just, better than Claudia Gray's Master and Apprentice? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, like, I probably put it at number one, like, Legends and Canon. Like, when we do the Revenge of the Sith movie... We'll be doing the book even though it's not canon because it adds a different perspective. But it's not canon. It's not canon, but it adds a different perspective. It's really good, trust me. Okay. Stop being a sourpuss. Next question. Um, what was I saying, though? Yeah, I, I can't believe that. That's crazy. Um, either Return of the Jedi or Phantom Menace for me. Um, next question from SL, the coffee addict. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Did you change your name? I thought you put, like... No, he changed it. It's not the coffee addict anymore. It's something funny. He changed it back to the coffee addict. Oh, how dare you? You were like the cum addict or something. Yeah, it was something Because um, I asked you to change it. How stoked are we for the new podcast episodes? Now, I don't know if you mean you or us, so I'm going to assume us. Kaylee, how pumped are you? I mean, I took, what, almost a year break, really, from doing podcast episodes, from recording them anyway. Yeah. Um, and during the, cause I'm a teacher, the, during the school year, it really, really sucks, honestly, because everything is going on constantly. But if we're like doing it on our time frame and like not trying to release it every week and like have a, like a strict schedule, I feel like I'll be able to live my life. Um, and you know, with my kid actually taking naps, not on me anymore, like, I won't feel like a bad mom doing it during his nap time because that's my free time. So I really enjoy doing podcasts. Um, so being able to come back and do it again, um, it makes me happy. That's good. Like, uh, I <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Thanks, bro. That was you did real good. That, that was a really long uh, response um, for a very simple question. <laughs> no, I think it like like when, if you don't know, we did Wayfinder, which you probably don't remember, but because we wound up losing the Twitter page and with it all of our files, so we had to start completely new from scratch. And um, if you knew us from Wayfinder, we were pretty interactive. We were huge High Republic fans, and we were covering the High Republic chapter by chapter. And we had kind of like a schedule, like realistically, you know, if you're not busy, you should be able to do a chapter a day. And for us, doing one chapter for that week was absolutely fucking brutal because we had a toddler growing up, a baby growing into a toddler, and it was miserable. Like, I, it was really miserable for me, and it was miserable for us. And it was so hot and spicy and just, we were just so angry that we were trying to do this hobby. And, you know, like raising the kid, it was almost like it wasn't fair to him. And the Twitter page, like I feel kind of conflicted about the Twitter page because it was something like we had a really good community. And I underestimated the Star Wars fandom. Because it's almost like you really can't have opinions in Star Wars. Like, you have to find your, I call them little sex. Like, S-E-C-T-S. <laughs> you have to find your little sex. Sect. Yeah. And your cult leaders. And you basically have to follow in line. And you can't go out of the norm. Because there's people who love The Last Jedi and thinks everything's trash. There's people who hate The Last Jedi because it ruined Star Wars. There's people who hate The Last Jedi because it ruined Finn. So there, like, there's people who love Kylo and Rey, but they hate the Rise of Skywalker. Why can't we be friends? So, so <laughs> like the the last podcast, it was really me underestimating everything, and the Star Wars fandom is not fun, and it's extremely stressful and, and pressing, very toxic, and it's very toxic. And like, I would get on every single day, and I would just want to like battle with people, 
for no reason at all. And I'm like, man, I fucking hate this fandom. But there's so many cool people in it that have allowed me to continue loving it. Like, I took a break from it, and I came back. Garrick is one of them. He's been here since the very beginning. Since our first podcast. Not even Wayfinder. Since not 1938. Yeah, our shitty podcast. And then you have SL. He's been there, too. And it's it's almost like with this new podcast, we can kind of start new and fresh and kind of be ourselves more. Also, Kaylee did a dumb thing when we had Wayfinder and told some of the employees that she had a Star Wars podcast, so we had to keep it pretty PG. And not doing that now. Yeah, I'm I'm not fucking doing fuck that. Fuck them bitches. Yeah, fuck that. Cause <laughs> like I I'm kind of happy we can just be ourselves and be kind of unfiltered. So I'm super excited about it. I hope you guys are too. Um, I mean, this will be like the tenth episode that gets released or whatever, but it'll all get released all at once. The Road to Phantom Menace. So, woo. or as my kid says it, woo woo, <laughs> which he stole from me. He's a, he's a little passionate thing. So, yeah, we enjoy doing this. That's all I got to say. Tits. Um, we are covering <laughs> Darth Maul number three. And if you don't know, Darth Maul is an angsty teen trying to figure out his sexuality. He's not. And <laughs> he's probably like early 20s. He's all of us like. Trying I, to uh, come like into penis? his. No, he's trying. Trying to come into Let me it. try it. He, oh, that wasn't bad. He's trying <laughs> to come into his own and figure out who he is as a Angsty Sith boy. Lord. <laughs> it sounds like a like a my my chemical romance song. Sad Sith boy. <laughs> Wanna walk with the sad Sith boy. I would dig that song. And his daddy don't like him, Palpatine. He's got this plan. He's got this scheme. What the fuck? Shut the fuck! <laughs> My phone was just recording me. No, that was that that was Siri. That was the iPad. Shut up, Siri. This is why I don't like Apple products. So we uh, Palpatine. Okay, sad, sad book boy. one, part three of Darth no. Maul. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We we got the cover. We got the mosquito. We got the bat. Darth Maul or Sing, and we got Cad Bane. That's, you know, all your big hitters. Um, am I reading it this time, or you want to read? Are you going to make fun of me? No. Are you going to make me have a flashback to the third grade? Do, do, do. Of them trying to <laughs> make me read in front of everyone when I should have went to a school for, for kids who can't read good? Your mom <laughs> makes you go out there, Kaylee, read this. She was not my third middle. grade teacher. No, she wasn't. But You know, funny story, now that I'm an English teacher and I have to read to kids every single day, I'm much better if like... You know, someone's not sitting here judging me. Like there is one day, <laughs> there was one day, okay, that I was reading in front of all my kids, and I said um, "dingy" instead of "dingy," and Jesus uh, you know, there there's more than just me in there. There, teacher wise, like I'm a co-teacher, and so my other teacher was like, um, "Do you mean dingy?" I was like, "Yeah," but I'm gonna say "dingy," and then it came up again in the story, and I said "dingy" again. And the kids thought it was funny. So I actually was going through my like drive the other day and I found like because we used to have to like write poems for because I was in English three honors and English four at the same time because some stuff happened and I dropped out of high school and then went back into high school. Anyway, um, and for English four, it was kind of like you had to write poems. And what English four were you in? Uh, Venus. That's a legitimate town. It's not the planet. <laughs> but it's like you had to wrote. Jupiter. You had to wrote, write poems. You had to like, wrote. I had to wrote. <laughs> you went to Venus. I, I have wrote. I put a big old dip in. But um, like we had to write short stories. And my short stories were like 10 pages long. Because I was. I was. I thought I was a great writer. Which I, I'm a decent writer. Like I love writing. You just had a God complex. Well, you know, when you're good at something, fucking flaunt it. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I don't do it anymore because I'm self-conscious about it. Um, <laughs> brought down to the wow, human level. Wow, what 10 years I've done to you. Uh, I know. It's withered away, my God bod. Withered. God bod into dead Did bod. <laughs> so Okay, let's get to the crawl. I wasn't even done yet, but I found, a, I found a short story that was melodramatic about like some woman who had like stage four cancer. 
and then like started off with like the the I'm, this is terrible the widower on the beach looking at the the fall the setting sun and then it ends on the same thing and but he gets up and walks away from the setting sun like he's healed after thinking <laughs> that's gonna be you in like 20 years jesus fucking christ <laughs> don't say that uh okay i'm gonna let you read Darth Maul, book oh one, God. part three. Are you going to do that the entire yeah, time? Yeah, it's kind of like Clone Wars. I'm trying to get in the zone. And then I'm going to be doing gagging noises throughout this. Well, you will be later. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Definitely not now. <laughs> she she says that um, <laughs> until I pull out my lightsaber. Um, <laughs> Jedi Padawan Eldra Cadis is a prisoner <laughs> of the profiteering gangster of Zevrexis. Rexus has gathered the most dangerous criminal bosses in the galaxy to participate <coughs> in the nefarious <laughs> the purchase the battle one. Why are they said it's this so long? Little does Rexus know, since the Darth Maul has infiltrated the auction. <laughs> you sound like Vader getting a colonoscopy. <laughs> With a group of bounty hunters, including Cad Bane and Aura Singh. <laughs> More plans on purchasing or kidnapping the Padawan. I like how it turned into like a sophisticated Alfred. (laughs) (laughs) More plans on kidnapping the Padawan and then killing her in order to satiate his desire for vengeance. Vengeance against the Jedi. But Maul's master, the mysterious Darth Sidious, a.k.a. Sheev, has forbidden Maul from interacting with the Jedi. Let's talk about Sheev for a second. Maul operates in secrecy knowing that he will face severe punishment. Your punishment must be more severe. I feel like that's the second crawl we've had with severe punishment. They get very similar. I think the fourth one is even more similar to this. It's very terrifying. But let's talk about Sheev for a second. Okay. (laughs) Did did somebody... (laughs) And don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not making fun of people with... George came up with sheep. With... By the way. <laughs> I'm not making fun of... I'm a special education teacher. I'm not making fun of people with stutters. Okay? Stop. But... Or, You're like, speech deep. impediment. Stop. But, like, did, did, did George have, like, a speech impediment to where he tried to say Steve and it came out of sheep? No, he... You know, and he went... This is what he did... Well, I was trying to think of the Earthbound equivalent to Steve, and um, I think I have a couple. I have Sheev, I have Shiv. No, Shiv is a weapon, and I have Sheev. I think I think his name is Sheev Palpatine, and I'm See, gonna name him Darth Sidious. Like you know, because he's Sidious. Just sounds insidious. A Sheev just sounds like something that they're. Sounds like a dildo when brand. I'm, no, I was going to say, like, when they're giving, like, women pap smears, like, something they stick in there. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's the same thing as a dildo, almost. No. No wonder Anakin was seduced. Let's talk about pap smears. <laughs> no, you know, they literally, like, stop. scrape okay. your cervix. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> they use, like, a speculum. <laughs> and then. Jesus Christ. That really chaps my puss. All right, we have the same writer, this. artist, and color book artist as before. Yes. You know, Nolan Woodard, yes. if you ever wind up reading reading this, listening to this. Yes. Wow. Um, please do tell yes. me if you do anything besides just color in the lines. You're fantastic at it. Don't yes. get me wrong. Like, I can't color in the lines to save my life because I'm How about you five. get on Twitter and I will give you my favorite DC artist and then you ask them whether a colorist colors comics they're just coloring in the lines yes yeah i can't do that so like bravo to you dude you just fuck up coloring books man no that's why we don't buy them i have coloring books but like i start coloring and then i get really mad if i like get distracted and i go outside the line so like I can be five minutes in and I go outside the line one time and I'm like, I throw my fucking coloring book and pencils. I'm like, I'm done. I can't do this. Sounds like you need therapy. I mean, probably. Did your dad make fun of you for (laughs) trying to get outside the lines? I mean, I probably do need therapy, but you know, we live in the worst state for mental health. All around me are familiar fascists. Come up their asses. 
<laughs> Why did I feel like you were gonna go into slam poetry with like Cynthia? Cynthia, <sighs> Greg Abbott, go Greg fuck yourself. Abbott, okay, can't stand him. So we anyway, start off with um, was going deep, deep into Maul's eyes, like he's you pocket he's pussy. looking deep into my soul right now, but really he's just staring um, at the sassy um, Padawan Twi'lek. What's her name? Eldra something. Eldra Kaitis? Yes. I wanted to read some of this introspective and get your thought. I'll read it in a non-mall voice so we can get through this. This is what I have waited for, standing face to face with my most weighted, my most hated enemy. Sorry, I'm staring down at the iPad. My revenge so close at hand, savoring the moment when her defiance melts away, replaced... A grin revelation. She doesn't fully understand who it is that stands before her. You know, all all he had to do, he just wanted to kill her. I'm not done yet. I know you're not done, but I have a point I want to put can, forward. Can I read this and then you can put your, because I'm going to lose it. But cold fear uncoils within her. She understands on a primal level the Sith have returned. Okay, go ahead. Okay. All he had to do was just and kill her. He actually tried that the last issue or this no, issue, this issue. He tried to hit the, the shield. Does he? Yeah. Well, then he sucks as a Sith And Lord. then he gets caught. Uh, You're a horrible Sith Lord. That is why Palpatine discarded you into nothingness. Actually, he discarded himself by being beat by a Padawan. I Ironic. Um, yeah, but, but you know Palpatine knew where he was. Like, Palpatine even got a hold of Luke's hand. Like, come on. Probably. Uh, but the the question I want to pose to you is he says, um, the, 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 she doesn't understand who it is that stands before her. Well, obviously not. She has no idea who the fuck you are. Well, no, that's not the point I'm I'm getting towards. It's, like, so weird that he is projecting onto her like she doesn't know who he's supposed to be, but he doesn't know who he is. I mean, that's the majority of um, people in general. Like people want to shove their opinions and their thoughts onto other people, but they can't even tell somebody like who they are. For example, um, who did I talk to today? I'm not going to mention her name. Um, that like tried to tell me that somebody was a communist and I was like, okay, how? And they're like, just, just go read all of his, uh, uh, his stances on things. So I went and read everything and she's like, uh, or I said, there's no way he's a communist. Like nothing here says a communist. Well, she doesn't, she doesn't even know who she is. Well, w- the point I'm more so making is it's like, is it, are you shitting yourself? What are you doing? No, you, you just full kinda... frog for a second. No, because I was judging you. Oh, okay. No, like um, it's more so like it's so weird that he is so like. How do I say this? He's so proud and angsty and confident in his abilities. Yet, if we take a step back to analyze them all, it's like. Even through Rebels, when he dies, we don't even know who he is. He he doesn't even know who he is. No, he never like, has any idea. I mean, and some people don't. Some people go their entire lives and they have no idea who they are. And it's like he goes from Darth Maul to Maul to Crime Lord Maul to leader, like leader of Mandalore Maul. To a hermit on Malachor. To a man who dies in the Dune Seas. Yeah, I mean, he... But it, it's Anyhow. just it's just crazy that he's so confident in himself, yet he does he's like he he's projecting on other people, but he doesn't he can't do what straight white male. What does that have to do? Have you not seen there's like there's a meme out there right now that said it's like it's like based towards women and it's like have the confidence of a cis white male. Of a me no of a mediocre cis white male, excuse me. Which is none. No, I can, they they, I can. they have like major confidence oh. when they go out in public. 
are we sure about that? I mean, the majority of them do. Like, let's let's take, for instance, you know, when we went together to the Mavs game, there was just, like, a whole bunch of dudes just walking around, like, yeah, I fucking own this place, but, yeah, I, I, I'm in the nosebleeds. I pay fucking $800 for courtside seats to see us fucking lose to the worst team in the league. Yeah. No, that's not what I'm getting at, but, like, okay. Well, I know, I'm just saying. The mediocre, the, the, the... The very basic, everyday human being of a cis, mediocre white male. Kaylee, you can buy courtside tickets and be mediocre. We go to Dallas Cowboys. I cannot afford courtside tickets. Dallas Cowboys playoff games, Kaylee. (laughs) It's not mediocre. You know what I mean? Like, you can still afford it. They can still be mediocre. Mark Cuban's mediocre. Like, I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> he's like a five, but he's a billionaire. <laughs> he's like, he's literally a cheerleader for the team that okay, he refuses you know, to improve. You know, I am not going to sit here and hate on Mark Cuban when he opened that online pharmacy not too long ago. And he's like literally saving people's lives for giving them $47 cancer chemo type pills. And that typically like retails for like $9,000 per pill. And so like, I'm not going to sit here and diss Mark Cuban. But also another favorite, I hate him for it, but he like, he, he got into NFTs. He did. Everybody hates NFTs. But if you went to the Mavericks game, you get a free NFT. You know, what's cool about that. You go to the Mavs collection website and you can just fucking sell these things for a hundred dollars. So if you go to the game, you get a free one. I would just turn you can around. buy a $7 ticket. And you can basically make $93 yeah. off a of go. I would just turn around and sell every single one of them. And by the time my season tickets were up, I'd made double the money. Yeah. So. All right. Back to mom. Um, so he gets caught by. Back to mom. Mall. Oh, sorry. Um, let's go to the Mall of America. Um, anyway, he gets caught by some kind of security droid that does not speak. The droid In languages that I can understand. Is that like a the the mm, international mm, symbol for like the beeps? No, that little that little droid is his droid, the little ball one. Because remember in the Phantom Menace, he programs it to go into. Um, I did not make that connection. No. Yeah, that's that's his droid. Ew, I just felt like I was Amber Heard for I, a second. Okay. Uh, no, like <laughs> when she said, "I do not recall that." No. That's oh. just how I felt when I said it. <laughs> not the fact that like I'm not gonna like go shit in your bed because then I would have to clean it up. Because like, I would have myself. It's a my bed. Plan. Please don't do that. Uh, Why would I shit in the bed? <laughs> I don't know. It's your bed. Why exactly? You roll around it. Why would I want bed. to shit in the bed, Kaylee? I'd have no idea. <laughs> That's stop. not what I was getting at. Stop. Stop. Okay. No, he gets caught by Zev Rexus and Druidicus. And uh, ba- oh, those are droids. Basically, she has so much dialogue, and she's such an uninteresting character, in my opinion, that I really don't care. Okay, take a second and look down. So <sighs> on the the panel on the left, she's got a long dress. Is it a long dress or is she an octopus? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I want to know what her Zeb Rex is starring in Octopussy '69. Get it at no, your local no, pornographic store. porn, please, God, no. Well, tell that to Maul. He's about to get slapped around with it. But as you can see, that... He's mu- not Vecna. That, that little... Jesus. That <laughs> little um, panel right in the middle, you see the three pro droids around Maul? Yeah. Yeah, those, those are, are his droids. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Zevrexis basically says, listen, this is a violation. You can't fucking do this, but... Um, God, I got our Karen Bob going on. You know, and he's like, hey, my name's fucking Billy Bob Thornton, and I'm just checking out the items. No, what does he say his name is? Saris Madrith. Saris Madrith, and he works for the Hadrix (laughs) Consortium. And what she says is, Consortium, dear boy, let's call your employers what they are. Gang, yes. And I'm assuming they would be none too pleased with one of their representing running why, off. Looks why like would an she? I did not when I was first reading this. I would, did not um, think of her sounding like that. But why does that voice like fit her? I don't know. Let's try another one. A <laughs> gang, <laughs> yes. And assuming they would be none too. What am I, Jacosta New? Fuck. Then they simply, say, uh, like, they are simply you a on in the archives. Widow right now? 
I even knocked the. No more tentacle And I'm assuming that no more be too. So he talks his way out of it. Um, the little Padawan is scared. Maul's fucking. He talks his way out of it, but like she, she knows sums up. Yeah, and then the next panel. This this shit is so annoying, and it's cracking me up. Patience then, always patience. My master, if he knew about my plans, he would likely find this amusing. He is like a... He has the mind of like... Literally of of, of like a a 16-year-old boy just like ridden with anxiety. Well, it's Just constantly in his head. It's a Chekhov's gun. Like, there's a reason like the author is continuously saying these things over and over and over. And it's to make the twenty panels to to make it pay. Oh, Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ! I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not I'm being not, mean. Sorry. I'm not it gonna just, criticize. It just came out like that. Sorry. Oh. I have a toxic trait. Oh, white people. Anyway, he gets back with the <laughs> gang. White. He gets back with the gang and is like, blah blah. I've run the calculations and I'm afraid you will be not too pleased the, with the results. The Phoebe. Yes, Phoebe basically says, "Listen, uh, they're gonna pay bank for that Padawan." Uh, we don't have that money, but my former employee was just going to trash the place, if you're okay with that, and try to get the Jedi. You know, might as well. I mean, little Mosquito over there is, like, contemplating it. Uh, yeah, a little bit of business. Oh, and then we get the bat. And, and then Cad Bane says, that's messy business. Not that this isn't messy as it stands. And then Orsing says, the Hedrick gang never shied away from a scrap. They were stupid, but fun. She looks uber creepy here, like she's about to like suck off Cad Bane. Yeah, in so, the most disturbing way possible. So what Mister Bat does? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Um, he's like, I have a robo dick. Um, <laughs> the bat basically tells Phoebe, "Hey, run your calculations, find out who's gonna win this fucking thing, because we're we're gonna do this." Yeah. So this is this is my favorite panel of this whole fucking thing because it kind of sums up my uh, annoyance with this run is anxiousness anger hatred flowing through me strong enough that those around me even take who i what the fuck does that say hey bro, even, bro. even you can you can pick yeah. up the ipad okay and you can like zoom okay. in also okay Okay. So strong enough that those around me, even those who do not know the force. Okay, hold on. Must feel it. An unforeseen burgeoning menace swelling all around them. So, okay, I want to pause there. I want to pause there. That's Pause it. That's very important. He's saying, listen, um, I'm around these people, and these people got to feel me, bro. They got to feel the unforeseen burgeoning menace swelling all around but like, them do do they though like do they like say a jedi walks in the room do they absolutely know that there's a jedi there well this this line kind of summates like maul's kind of like opinion of himself throughout this run because like this is the road to phantom menace he is comparing himself to palpatine mm-hmm. and he is not palpatine that's what he thinks of himself. Like, he's standing there. He's like, these people must know. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> like, Names on the door. <laughs> like, no shit. I, don't, I mean, a bit of, I mean, he's clearly not Palpatine. Like, if people can feel him, and, and they do. They do um, a couple issues back on Coruscant. The Jedi do feel him. But, like, he's definitely not Darth Sidious because Darth Sidious went how long without people ever realizing and, that he was Darth Sidious? And Darth Sidious doesn't think these things. No, he doesn't. There's a reason he, he keeps his mind closed. But it says, for someone like Eldra Cadiz, the feeling must be overwhelming. I imagine her sitting in her cell, nearly drowning in her own dread. And it's like... She's not, though. You are giving yourself a lot of credit here. Yeah. He's very full of himself. Like... Like, Another 16-year-old boy moment. You think the sad synth lord and his daddy and Palpatine. And I will find you now. And I will something. Uh, but it's um, <laughs> Great lyrics. Let's get that out. Uh, but it's like, right now. He's like, listen, I have a plan. 
away from Palpatine. He must not learn of my plan, or the punishment will be severe. And everybody sees me for this menace, and this Jedi Padawan is afraid of me. Hey, my revenge. You know, he's kind of just on and on and on. And and mm-hmm. denying me my nature, he betrays me. And so I betray him, my dreaded master, by being here all alone. And If it, I'm caught, though, my punishment will be severe. More severe. If he were to kill me, I would be denied my right, my chance to kill the hated Jedi. And then so Groaning. if he is denying you of your right, Sith Lords... At least in legends so far. Um, notoriously, stop yawning on the podcast. It's just an audio medium. I'm so sorry. It is. Um, We're obviously bored. No, it's late. It's late in the day, and I did not get a nap today. Okay. Her nappy poo. Um, but like Sith lords basically train their apprentices to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. So, so weird, but like not Palpatine. Is being no, not Palpatine. He doesn't train them to kill him. They he trains them to basically get to a certain level and not think not and not have and, and basically like implant in their mind that they're not going to kill him because he has the plan to literally live as long as possible. So he doesn't want them to strike him down. And become all of the Sith. Well, it's not just that. It's um, destroying the Jedi, right? Because Dooku is one of the best swordsmen who ever lived. And honestly, if he wanted, he could walk in and take down Palpatine. Maybe, arguably. But one thing Dooku hates more than anything is the Jedi and the Jedi Council for how they are. How they denied him, like... Their hypocrisy. Their hypocrisy, their hubris. So it's like, one thing Sith Lords don't have is like, at least back in Knights, like the Old Republic, is like, listen, we're going to defeat the Jedi, and eventually you're going to kill me and become more powerful, because Palpatine killed Plagueis, right? And that's how, you know, that's the way that works. And then you have Revan and Malekith and all these other Siths. But like, so... I guess we still really don't know, like, how long ago before this was Plagueis. I think it was within the, the hundred years before Phantom Menace. Okay, so Palpatine really hadn't been cloning himself very long. Clon- what do you mean cloning himself? Because if it, for the age that he is in the Phantom Menace, like, he's maybe 45, 50 years old. But that's not a clone of him, that's him. Okay, but there's no way that he can live that long without some kind of anything. I mean, I mean, but you if it was 50 years before the Phantom Menace, then he would be just being born. No, he would be like 70. It would have to be like within 30 years. Well, yeah. That I mean, that's reasonable, but because before in, he became a senator. Because by the time, you know, if you calculate everything, if he's will be nice and say 45 in the Phantom Menace, Okay, so how long is it between uh, episodes one and two? Oh, ten years. Okay, so he's fifty-five. Eight, eight, ten years, yeah. He's fifty-five and two. How long between two and three? Like two or three years. Okay, maybe. fifty-seven. Okay, will be nice. How long between three and four? Nineteen years. Nineteen. Oh, I got math. How old is he? So seventy-six. Yeah. Okay. How long between? We'll jump ahead. Four and six. Four and six is a year as well. So three years altogether. One, two years. So between A New Hope and Return, it's one year. No, it's two years. I mean, it's reasonable, but he would have had to kill Plagueis like thirty, no, twenty, twenty to twenty-five years before. But it's not. It's not a. It's not an unforeseen thing for somebody to be uh, older than 100, especially for Sith Lords, because their anger, their hatred is kind of like what holds them together. You know what I mean? Is this canon yet? What canon? The age thing. Oh. Because I do know that, um, especially with the Jedi, it has, it's been mentioned some book, I cannot remember what it is, but it talks about even the human Jedi only living the typical lifespan. I don't remember which one it is. I couldn't 
for the life of me remember where I read that, I could completely be making that up in my mind, which would be reasonable. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Sidious um, obviously killed Plagueis before. Phantom Menace. How old is... None of this relates to the comic. How old is Palpatine? <laughs> no. This this is a this is a rough episode if you're just wanting to know about the uh, uh, so comic. Palpatine is 52 years old in the Phantom Menace. Okay, so when it's all you know, Return of the Jedi, he's um, if I math correctly, he's 83. When does Plagueis? I'm going to use the Legends book um, as reference. Um, to see how old. So, 60, oh, so about third, mm. so part three takes place, assuming that's when he kills him. That takes place between 34 and 32 BBY. So he would be in his 20s when he did it. Yeah, because the Phantom Menace takes place, Um. oh my God. Oh, no, that's not. Because Revenge of the Sith is 19 BBY. The Phantom Menace is 32 BBY. So he killed him canonically. Two years before? Oof. Possibly. But that's assuming because I haven't read the Plagueis book. So that's what, roughly Brotherhood time? Ooh, Yeah, well, Brotherhood takes place. Yeah. It's roughly the time of Brotherhood. Well, Brotherhood takes place, but I this think, is, a this year is also two not, before. This is also not canonically correct. This is based off of the Legends books, right? Yeah, Plagueis. Okay. But it's a good kind of metric Reference, because yeah. if they bring in Plagueis for like the Acolyte High Republic series, right. um, which takes 50 years, which takes That'd place 50 crazy. years before The Phantom Menace. That'd be crazy if, you know, that wound up being canon because... That would mean that Palpatine literally was a Sith apprentice and a senator and killed Darth Plagueis yep. at the same time. Yep. I mean, that's why, like, he's like, you know, he had the, the power to save the ones he loved but not himself, and he's got that cocky, dumb smile. Yeah, because it's really fresh on his mind. Yeah, no shit. Oh, uh, all right, next. So we have the auctioning off. 500,000 credits. 750, 900, 1 million, 1.5 million, 2 million. I can't, I can't even comprehend that amount of money. Okay. Cause just by myself. Okay. You know, this, this is even before taxes, not even after taxes. Like I won't see a million dollars by myself, like my own making for 20 years. Yep. That is stupid. You've been you've been working what since you were 14? Oh yeah. Yeah, you probably haven't even come close. No, cuz my dad paid me $100 a day. Yeah, so <laughs> for 12 hours a day. <laughs> that is slavery. Well, I thought it wasn't cuz I was getting $100, but whatever. Cuz you were 14, you're <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, money." El Camino. Um but the lizard people win um the bid for the Jedi Padawan for two and a half million dollars. And as they're walking back to their ship, they get ambushed. Does it tell us what their species is? Because I'm curious. Um, um, I think it does. The I think G- it from says the winner. Yeah, from the G-Cra. So let me look up who the G-Cra is. You can t- keep talking. But basically the G-Cra go back to their ship. And it's like, okay, it's been prepped. Um, I want to leave it once. Zev might be throwing a party to console the losing bidders. And um, I have my prize, both my prizes. And he's also got her lightsaber and the Padawans being snarky and cute. And they get ambushed. And Maul's like, is it possible that you actually thought you might get away with this? Did you truly believe you could just purchase a Jedi Padawan and walk away without any repercussions. So he's being high and mighty here. He's being this like, like throughout this whole thing, he's 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 contemplating revenge. He's contemplating anger, and now he's like putting himself in such a position to where, 
like somebody buying the Padawan that he wants to kill is somehow an intrusion on his form of justice. So it's it's so weird. Um, <coughs> so the 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 people, the lizard Gikras, they are Mugans from Muga <laughs> on the mid <laughs> on the mid rim. Um, but we actually see them quite a bit in Star Wars. We see them in um, Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge Episode Four. I don't know what. Oh, that is. that's with. Um, oh, that's with. Um, damn it, Jar Jar Binks, the guy who played Jar Jar Ugh. Binks. No, it's the guy who played Jar Jar Binks. Just not actual Jar Jar Binks. No, it's a kids show. He's the host. Oh, okay. And then we have like six Clone Wars episodes. Um, in the Darth Maul, War of the Bounty Hunters 2 and 3, and we also have it in Dr. Aphra. Dr. Aphra is great. We, we'll be eventually covering that. Um, but the G. Crotchy, Crotch, Crotch, um, they said, Fire who, crotch? who are you? Am I supposed to know? And Maul undoes his hood and starts fucking karate chopping everybody. And the Padawan's like, holy shit, you know the Force. What the fuck? And Maul is over here smothering this dude with the Force and knocking these dudes off and, like, knocking these dudes off and kicking You're them in the face. Ridiculous. And the Padawan's smiling. She says, I know who he is, what he is. You, you are. And Maul intercuts and says, you know nothing, nothing about who I am, nothing about what I want. And the Padawan says, I know I'm not afraid of you, I know you're trying to hide who you really are from the scum you're working with, even while you were fighting just now. Despite all that jumping and kicking, what you really wanted to use was this, and it was and it's the uh, the lightsaber. Dun dun dun. Side note: So since I was looking up um, the Mugans, I was also looking at a panel of Orising, and I was like, "What is her species? Um, her species is let me scroll back up. Is a Paladuvin." From the planet... Caladuvia. No, I don't think so. Hang on. Where did you go? Where did you go? She... It does not say where the Paladuvins are from, but she is from Nar Shaddaa. Oh, that makes sense. Where we literally found them. Yeah. So... So, Maul takes this little Padawan, stores her away in a little storage facility. Oh, is that where you store things? Yes. Yes. Uh, So... She basically goes on a rant and says, you think you scare me? You're the one who's looking in the shadows, keeping who you really are a secret. You're the one who's scared. And Maul recites the the words that he learned from Malachor, far above, far below. We don't know where we'll fall, fall far above, far below. What, what once was great is rendered small. So he's 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 reading this to kind of like center himself and get angry. Well, what's funny is like she has like the same um, sarcasticness that I do. And she said, no offense, but I don't have time for nursery rhymes. Yeah, no. Yeah, no bullshit. And Maul goes on. You are not my equal. Funny enough, she's female. But in, in all actuality, though, they are both apprentice, apprentices, and technically they are equals. I mean, yeah, from a certain point of view. Yeah, but if you want to go the whole male-female bullshit, I mean, she can kick his ass if she really wanted to. Yeah, and it's like, you are not my equal, no Jedi can watch my skill, match my skill, my fury, my righteousness, and trust me, my dear, I will cut you free. I will hand you this lightsaber, and then I will have my revenge, which is interesting because, you know, I think in a later issue, he talks about how this is like a ceremony, like, you will not take this from me. And here, he's, like, basically saying, here's a weapon to defend yourself. I want my revenge. But, like, she she has no idea what revenge he's talking about. She just knows that she's about to fight for her life. Well, yeah, that and it's like his his idea for revenge is super weird because Palpatine's idea of revenge is like I'll stab you in the fucking back. And but his idea of revenge is to kill all of the Jedi. Yeah. He he's just like I will pick you away one by one. Like you're gonna be able to do that with ten thousand Jedi. Yeah. It's like it's it's silly because it's just it's like a kid who um 
really if if you ask you him you stole my popcorn it's when i was a kid my mom asked me hey do you want a hundred dollars or get a chuck e cheese and you know what i picked i picked fucking chuck e cheese what is wrong with you i know i didn't know how much a hundred dollars was worth back in the days now it's like ten dollars but um that's kind of like what it's like here he's not he doesn't care about anything he just cares about this bloodlust that isn't even his he wants to feel a part of He's trying to find himself, and he thinks the only way that he can do it is by killing Jedi. Yeah, because he sniffs somebody's ashes, and I thought you were gonna say butthole. <laughs> Maybe butthole. And then you 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 started with ashes, and I thought you were gonna say asses. Asshole. So basically, Aura and Cad Bane are like, "Listen, we need to cut out." And uh, Cad's like, "Listen, there's no such thing as easy money." Um, the bad is fucking with the droid a little bit. They're disposing of the dead bodies. And guess what? There's a fucking countdown on the ship. Beep. Beep. The, beep. the little bat says, brace yourselves, take cover, get, and then... Honestly, when I saw, like, the little countdown thing, it's not... It's not, like, a legitimate, like, countdown. It's just, like, dashes going away. Yeah. But it made me think of, like... I didn't even notice the countdown. When yeah. you go to the movies and you always see the M&M thing, <laughs> and it's just, like, a commercial... This isn't even real. This is just a, a commercial. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, I didn't even notice the little countdown thing until I God, saw it. get your shit together. So, um, Zev Rexis basically blows it up and says, the hunt will begin shortly. The buy-in is thirty-five, $350,000 or credits. And she's doing this basically so she sells. She figured she could sell it off, make money, and then do basically pay them or basically do a bounty hunt and basically like listen buying in is 350,000 credits if, if when you when really they could have just went down there yeah no shit like that's stupid and it's like so Zevrexus is dealing under the table duly what a bitch what a shock so yeah that's that's issue 3 of Mall Kaylee what are your thoughts on this issue? It was better than the last one. Um, yes, there was still more repetitiveness, but at least we kind of I felt like we went somewhere. Yeah. Um, and it was it was it, it's interesting to see him actually showing patience because, like, to me, patience is like a Jedi trait. And you know, he's we don't really know how old he is here. He's probably anywhere from sixteen to twenty years old, if yeah. we're being honest. And so he. He he could have very easily um, killed her right then and there, but he got caught and whatnot. Um, so if you think back to Maul, even two issues ago, um, he would have right then and there just stabbed her and been done with it. But now he's kind of like, no, I want to make this a fight. Like, I actually want to prove to myself that I'm worth something. <laughs> Yeah, I think he wants to prove to himself that and also Palpatine. Like, I think he wants to go back to Palpatine and be like, listen, um, I don't know if you know this. I'm kind of a big deal, and I killed a Padawan. Like, Ooh, it, wasn't a just Padawan. A, it wasn't just an average Padawan. I killed the Jedi. And he kind of wants acceptance from his master to be like, listen, I understand you have your plan, but can I get like a, a hurrah every now and again, like a pat on the back from old Poppy Palps and shit? That is not, um, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> that is not, I'm not going to say it. Um, that's not the way of the world, um, for Poppy Palps. No, he, he will literally make a clone of himself and then have it repopulate when it fails. So, okay. or he, he or he fucks. Let's his, not even his, think about his, Happy Pouts. His snail scrotum. Okay, that is too much of a visual for, you know, 99% of the population. Yeah. Okay, so thank you all for tuning in on this episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our long, thought-out analysis of Darth Maul. and Really, when the majority of this had nothing to do with Darth Maul. Yeah, we're just here to have fun. Um, if you want to correct us on some Star Wars terminology, don't be afraid to go fuck yourself. But don't be a dick. Um, you no, know, he's he's being <laughs> nice. But like seriously, like you can be like, hey, you know, if there was something um, that we got wrong, 
like for example like anything about darth plagueis that we didn't really like get into that we could have if we were more knowledgeable um or you could roast her for suggesting that he was a clone in episode one but i mean (laughs) you know fucking roast me you can go fuck yourself no it's like you know wayfinder pod was very like every time we do an episode it was just straight up just kind of we would take severe notes like for it like every like every single chapter it was like locations people um you know like multiple pages worth of notes for yeah. this stuff with like visuals and visuals all, um and we're not doing it this time around we're just kind of going with it and having fun and if we get something wrong then you know fuck it it's canon now yeah and it's <laughs> and it's kind of like we're just kind of having fun with it so um i obviously know when i'm wrong or i'm having a brain fart so but i really don't care I don't even know why I'm talking about this. Like, if you like us enough, you don't care either. Um, but thank you all for joining us on this issue of Maul. Um, we hope you enjoy your stay. You can follow us at Welcome to Exegol Podcast on Twitter. It's WTE Pod. Or you can follow me at Stillbook Daddy. And you can follow Kaylee at Blind Flim Flam. So thank you for coming to Exegol. We hope you enjoyed your stay. Hope it was pleasurable.